Welcome to The Mortgage Life, a space for down-to-earth conversations about how mortgages contribute to your life. Well, that sounds canned and maybe a little boring. What? There are so many parts to the mortgage industry and real estate finance we can explore and share with our listeners. Okay, you're right. You're right, Mindy. Our goal is to help secure our clients' financial future. I'm Pete Salamosi. I'm Mindy Bodwin. And I'm Sue Salamosi. We're your hosts. Welcome to The Mortgage Life. So we've had a couple of new lenders come on to the scene offering HELOC products, home equity line of credit, secured line of credits on your home. Um, we had two lenders at the beginning of 2022 start offering this really cool niche product that previously was only offered by banks and credit unions. So let's talk about HELOCs. I love that word HELOC. This rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Seems so industry. Let's hear it again. Eloc. 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 Yes, anyway. and without fail, when you say Heloc, the other person says, What's that? Exactly. <laughs> so a Heloc, by definition, is a home equity line of credit. It is tied to your residence. It's tied to your house. Just as a mortgage would be, there is a registration on title that is for the full amount of the line of credit lending. So that HELOC, if it's registered for 500,000, you may not draw down anything. It may be at a zero balance, but you still have a mortgage and it is still registered on title for 500,000. So Pete, can you contrast that to a regular line of credit, an unsecured line of credit? Absolutely. So we, we chatted a little bit about what defines a HELOC and that it's tied to your property, a, a line of credit or an unsecured line of credit, of course, as the word implies, it's not secured to anything. So it is completely a faith-based or credit-based line of credit. The banks or the lending institution will look at a line of credit and base the rate that they're going to charge on the risk level. So a HELOC actually has a really good interest rate anywhere between prime plus a little bit uh, to I've seen some really good ones that are right at prime. So it could be prime plus half, prime, prime plus one. If we look at a line of credit that's unsecured, those are typically at a much higher rate. So maybe some professionals might get a prime plus one, but I've seen them as high as prime plus six or eight. So mm -hmm. based on the fact that it is not secured to anything and there's nothing that the lender can really come back on other than your credit profile, they will charge a higher rate of interest. I noticed that you're using prime plus or prime as the variable rate. Um, what does that mean? It means that it, it varies as the prime interest rate varies, but what is that based on? Right. So the, anything that is a line of credit, whether it's a home equity line of credit or an unsecured line of credit are typically based on that prime rate. Prime rate is the rate that an institution, whether it's a bank or a lender will charge you at their prime rate and they base their prime rate on their ability to get funds, which is from the Bank of Canada. And long story short, Bank of Canada rates are at their, their absolute... I'm nodding off over here, sorry. Yes, I can see you falling over. So they're getting their money from the Bank of Canada. So whenever the Bank of Canada changes their rate, which they read their rate eight times per year, there could potentially be a rate change 
to your institution's prime rate. So basically, lines of credits, HELOCs, home equity line of credit, yes, they are a variable rate. Thank you, Mindy. Wow. We should have just had Mindy say that from the beginning. <laughs> but I think this is another important important piece. So we contrasted the unsecured versus the secured. We know the rate is variable. What about paying it back? Uh, this is one of the amazing aspects of the HELOC is that it's interest-only payments. So it's not amortized the way a traditional mortgage would be. So when you're making your payments, you're just paying that interest component, not a portion of the principal. So there's no projected date that it's actually going to be paid off. There is no life term of this mortgage. It's open. Right. And, and because of that interest-only payment, it means that your balance will not change unless you pay more than the interest-only. The, the thing that you just mentioned, Sue, which is the, the completely open thing, that also means that you can pay the entire thing off. So if you've got a $500,000 line of credit and you have it maxed out at $500,000, your interest only is fairly small. But if you had $500,000 of cash due to lottery winnings, you could pay that whole thing off right away with no penalty whatsoever. And it would still be registered on title and you would still have access again to that $500,000. Right. Which is another important aspect of a line of credit in that it is a revolving uh, facility. That's, a, that's an institutional Like a term. revolving door? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what I'm picking up here and what I, my full understanding of a HELOC is, the word that comes to mind is flexibility. And no, I'm not talking yoga poses. I'm talking interest only, no discharge, discharge penalties, you can access the funds when you want. Um, you know, quite often when you register your HELOC on title, say you have a HELOC for $500,000, um, you, you've used $100,000 of it. Um, they, the bank gives you a checkbook or the lender will give you a checkbook. So then say you do need to come up with an extra $50,000 for a bunch of things that we're going to talk about here in a couple minutes. You just Write yourself a check. That's how easy it is. I'm speaking from experience. Yeah. Um, I I've am biased. I've seen lines of credit come with a credit card as yes. well. Yeah. So depending depending on your lender, you'll have different access to that money. But it, it for sure uh, does give you that flexibility. And potentially online as well. You could just simply do a transfer from one account to another. I get stuck on yoga poses. <laughs> <laughs> I probably got stuck, actually physically I got stuck, stuck in, in a, a yoga, yoga pose, probably. <laughs> Whoops. Um, one point that I want to make, though, and this is just from a more financially conservative aspect, is because the payments aren't amortized, because you are not being sort of forced to pay that principal amount, it does pay to be financially conservative with these entities, um, especially in an increasing interest rate environment. Um, and I think one of the ways that they sort of lenders mitigate their risk with HELOCs is in Canada, the, it's been legislated that the maximum loan to value is 65%. So you can only get a HELOC to 65% of the value of your home, whereas a traditional mortgage, um, as we know, you can go up to 95% insured or on a refinance, only up to 80%. So that sort of extra 15% margin is, again, just that safety area where if a client's not making their payments, not paying down the principal, and the market goes down a little bit, at least there's that safety there. 
For sure. So let's talk about some scenarios where having a HELOC would be useful. Who wants to jump in? Pete? Pete was dancing. I don't know. I was just was getting out of my yoga pose. You? <laughs> I was trying to practice my flexibility. So there's a number of ways that you could use a home equity line of credit. Uh, to me, the thing that always comes to mind is as an emergency fund. Now, it's not typical that, uh, that you'd want to use borrowing to pay for emergencies. But if you don't have a, a large emergency fund already developed in savings or in a TFSA, then having the ability to borrow funds on short notice is a really good thing to have and just provides you with the peace of mind that you could get yourself out of a, an emergency scenario. What else, Mindy? For myself, and this is a true story, um, I had a mortgage on my home and I ended up doing a refinance, basically got rid of the mortgage and just put a HELOC on my home. Um, so I took a small amount out of the HELOC to pay off the mortgage and then the remaining, the limit, the remainder, I just had set aside. So my sort of investment strategy is um, real estate acquisition. For myself, I used a portion of that to buy a home at a recreational resort. So th th this is one of those tools. If you don't have, you know, 20% saved up for a down payment to buy a secondary home or a rental property, um, you can access those funds through your HELOC. Keeping in mind, you do have to debt service that HELOC payment, but still it's a handy way and it's a bona fide down payment source. It's, it for sure allows you to be flexible in your timing. Like if you, if, if you want to make an investment purchase, sometimes it has to happen that day. Um, and so if you need to go through the whole refinance process, that's not a one day thing. It's going to take a couple of weeks before you have cash in hand. Whereas with a line of credit, you just, you have access to it right away. Exactly. It's as simple as pulling out that checkbook. Once it's set up, I mean, <laughs> make sure you <laughs> there's set still it up a process early. to set it up. Right. Um, and, and that's a good point with regard to the, the episode that we had with Ryan Danchuk, where he talked about a very busy and active real estate market. Uh, having something like a HELOC and having that access right away might give you an advantage in a purchase situation. Great point, Pete. I like that. All right. Another thing that comes to mind for me is the potential to do renovations. So a lot of times clients will want to uh, either upgrade something in the house, potentially flooring, a furnace, redo something. Maybe the roof has to be maybe redone. Maybe landscaping the backyard. Maybe, maybe landscaping <laughs> the backyard. Oh, our poor backyard. That's what we're doing. That's, that's... <laughs> I saw and, the plan. And, and a HELOC is a, is a wonderful way to be able to tap into uh, funds that you could use uh, right away or whenever you need them. Well, and that's a good point, the flexibility, because with a construction mortgage or an improvement mortgage, you're constrained to the lender's parameters. You've got to do it in a certain amount of time. You have to use a certain contractor. You have to stick to a certain budget. Whereas with the HELOC, it's up to you. Right. And if it's something that you're doing in phases, so if you're uh, doing one phase now, you can draw out the funds for that, and you're only paying interest on those funds. Anything that you do in the future, of course, you're not paying interest on that. But when you need the funds, they're there and available for you. That's a really good point, Pete, that actually to make is that you're only paying interest on the amount that you've drawn out. You're not paying interest on the full limit, only your balance. 
Right. I'm going to bring it back to your point about emergencies where, you know, something comes up and you need to have money handy. I had a client last year who was cleaning up an estate from a, a deceased parent and they needed access to money in order in order to complete the estate process. Um, and they had a free and clear home. So what we did was we put the, the minimum amount of a line of credit that we could access at the time it was $50,000 or something, uh, secured that against their free and clear house. And then they had access to take care of those final points on, on the estate process without having to, you know, dive into their savings. Right. One other thing that I think of when I think of HELOCs is, and, and this really comes back to what Mindy said about flexibility. There is a way that you can set up a home equity line of credit such that as the amortized portion, so this assumes that there's two portions of your, your uh, mortgage. One portion would be an amortized, so that would be a fixed or variable rate mortgage with a 25 or 30 year or 20 year amortization. Close term. Close term. That assumes that, that you've got that in place along with a HELOC. But as the closed term mortgage gets paid down, it opens up space within your HELOC. So there's essentially a, a cap. So there's a, a, an overall registration that's done. And as the one side of the, the mortgage gets paid down, the HELOC can actually go up. So that's called your global limit. Global limit. You can almost see it as two sides of a scale. As one side goes down, the other side goes up. Okay, so for example, if you start out with a $500,000 limit, $250,000 of that is a mortgage, $250,000 is a home equity line of credit. As you go along making your mortgage payments, your mortgage drops down to say $220,000. So that opens up an extra $30,000 worth of space that would be applied onto the limit of your HELOC. Great, so there's still a total of $500,000 but it's instead of now 250 and 250, it's 220 and 280. Another point that I wanted to make is, um, uh, I mean, we've seen an increased frequency of people asking about HELOCs in this market. Um, I think people are starting to understand um, the different ways that they can be used. As well, um, we've seen more lenders offering these products. Um, again, I think Sue kind of mentioned that in the intro, mm -hmm. it was traditionally a bank or a credit union product. And now we're starting to see a lot of monoline lenders, which are lenders that work exclusively with mortgage brokers, offer these HELOC products as well. Um, I know myself, I've, I'd say, geez, maybe 25% of my calls right now are um, questions about HELOCs. Right. And, and a lot of that ties back to people looking for flexibility, but also ties back to property values increasing. Totally. You have access to more space. So where do we don't want to leave this episode, guys? We've, we've chatted about um, what a HELOC is, that it's uh, you know, a mortgage registration on title, variable interest rate, open term, up to 65% of the value of your home. Um, so I think the best place to leave this is you know, if you have questions or want to talk about adding a line of credit to your property, call your mortgage broker. Find out if it's right for you. Yeah, it's true because it works in some cases and it may not in others. Yeah. Are you looking for something that's flexible? Right. Now it's time to start the <laughs> yoga. Okay, you guys ready? And to finish this episode off, warrior pose. <laughs> <laughs>
creating space and flexibility. We're creating space. Yes. Creating space. Just and like yoga. And your line space of credit. Through flexibility. This is The Mortgage Life. We look forward to continuing the conversation. So come back and listen. 